0: Hey, hey, Michigan Maniacs, this is the Michigan Football Rant, and I am your host, Adam Brewer. This is the big game, pregame, Iowa, Big Ten title game. Man, I mean, let's just think about this, dude. Seems like we did this two years ago, (laughs) but God, how great is this, right? Like, I've been a Michigan fan uh, since like 83, 84, and I mean, I was young, young then, but I mean, when I really started uh, getting fanatical about Michigan was in the '90s, and you know we were winning Big Ten titles. I mean, before there was a Big Ten title game, we were dominating Ohio State. I mean, we were eleven one and eleven one and one, I think, in thirteen years against Ohio. I believe so. Just the glory years for me, right? The glory years for most of us, most most of us old heads uh, that are Wolverine fans. Uh, how great is it, right? I mean, this is our third straight Big Ten title game. We have 30 straight wins in the Big Ten. That's something not even Ohio has been able to do. And they've had some amazing. You can hate Ohio all you want, but they had some amazing football teams in that in this span, right? Of since the Big Ten title game. They've been to four straight Big Ten title games. Next year, who knows what this is going to look like. That's why this one is so special, in my opinion. And I mean, probably we all share the same opinion. I mean, let's face it: with the scandals, with uh, Zinter going down, with Will, uh, Johnson going down, with all the stuff that was stacked against us, and we still pulled this game out. Amazing, and I mean, we never trailed. We, I think there was one tie right outside of the zero-zero tie that we all start off with, and. Because, you know, who knows what 2024 brings? And, I mean, when I say who knows, like, we're talking talent leaving. What talent stays? What new talent is going to take the place of the ones that have left? Will Harbaugh be there? Will Sharon Moore be there? Will JJ be there? Who knows, right? There's so so many questions that that still need to be answered. And just it's such a foggy picture of what 2024 really looks like. So... With all that, and then with all the new teams coming in and it becoming like an 18 power conference, you know, this is the moment where this is like a fleeting moment where we can sit back and relax and just enjoy and treasure what was and what once, you know, what our Big Ten used to be, Right. And I'll be honest; I've lost, I've never been one to vote or cheer for anybody in the Big Ten outside of Michigan. I didn't. Ne- I never cared about the conference. I'm sad to see it changing. I'm glad that it is, but after this Tony Big Titties thing, I'd much rather just leave. Like I said, I'm not going to give my conspiracy theory or what I hope happens because I've said it plenty of times now. So, but you know, whatever. Let's just enjoy it for what this is. I mean, we're. We have one more hurdle, and then we're into the postseason, and then my nightmare begins where it's the four weeks off where I don't think we – that is – that's our biggest opponent. Whoever we play comes in second compared to the four weeks that we have staring us in the face after we beat Iowa, right? It's because we stink after that long of a layoff. But anyways – um, before we get into the big game pregame, I just want to talk about a few things real quick. Uh, Wilson, that was a touchdown. So any of you buck nuts out there, shove it because it, and here's the example I'll give. Unless I am wrong on this. Now, if I'm wrong, please somebody clear it up for me. But if you catch the ball, you have possession, you break the plane of the goal, anything after that doesn't matter because it's a touchdown, right? Because if you... My other exa- my example is this. If I'm running into the end zone, my, I break the plane of the goal line with the ball. Somebody comes from behind, knocks the ball out of my hands. It goes out of the back of the end zone. That's a touchdown. It's not a safety because the ball broke the plane of the end zone, right? Just like if I was running, somebody knocks, and I'm at the five, and somebody knocks the ball out of my hands, and it goes out through the back of the end zone, that's a safety, just like this play, if it happened on any other part of the field, more than likely that would have ended up being an interception because the play follows its, it goes through completion, right? So he catches it, whatever. I still don't think it would be an interception. I think it would still be a complete, completed pass because tie goes to the wide receiver. You know, like if you both are fighting for the same ball, possession usually goes to the wide receiver. But, anyways, i throwing you guys a bone, all right? Two, what are we doing, Ohio? If you think you're tough, whatever you do, don't break out and dance. I'll tell you that right now. There should never be a, a dance circle if you're going to say how tough you are. Now, um Like the Australians, the New Zealands, they have really cool, like uh, South Pacific guys have really cool dances that really look tough, but none of them start off in a circle where you let the white guy do basketball moves. There's never, no one's ever said, wow, you know what? You know what we should do? Let's start a dance circle and we'll let the white guy do it. Let's have him start it off. Even Soul Train wouldn't let that shit happen. You know what I mean? Like, that's crazy talk. And then two, no one's ever said, oh, I can't wait for that new musical with Arnold Schwarzenegger in it or or The Rock. Ooh, The Expendables, The Musical. I can't wait to see that. Those guys are so tough. Never happened. Never going to happen. So if you're going to do silly things where you dance and sing and stuff... Don't do it on the football field, and definitely don't let the white guy do it because he's doing basketball moves, dudes. He's not even dancing. He's doing basketball moves because he has no idea what dancing is. Also, I mean, what is that with Ryan Day? He's got to be the dorkiest coach on the hist- in the history of college football, maybe. I mean, I've never seen anybody. He, I know he tries to be tough. He really is, but he's just not about that life. And it, and it proves it. it. Everything you see him do, he just doesn't know. Like It's like a little kid trying to do an impression of a grown man. Every time I look at him trying to do his dancing with the group when he gets in the middle of the crowd or when he's doing his little whistle thing. Which, by the way, it sounded like a dog got a hold of a whistle and, like, swallowed it or something. You're like, what is this? This is not tough behavior. I don't know what's going on, but, hey, whatever. If that's what you want to do, go for it. But, okay, so... Now that I'm done with that, let's get on with the Big Ten, with the big game pregame. Maze and Blue Nation, it's Tom Brady. I co-founded Autograph with one mission in mind, change the fan experience for the better. That's why I'm excited to announce the release of a new app that recognizes the biggest Michigan fans. The Autograph fandom app gives you access to the best Michigan content, fan challenges, and exclusive rewards for diehard Wolverines, all for doing the things you already do like listening to this podcast. Head over to the Apple App Store and search for Autograph Rewarding Fans and download today. Hey, just like my good buddy Tom Brady just said, download the app Autograph Rewarding Fans, use my code MFRANT, and start getting rewarded today. All right, go blue. So I kind of like the fact that we do have Iowa as As the opponent for one reason I mean their defense is good it's good enough to cause a problem if we fall asleep at the wheel offensively now I don't think they're as great as their number five ranking kind of suggests they are because of one main reason uh they play in the big 10 west so they play pretty much nobody all season long now they have we have five I think five or six like opponents that we've played both iowa and michigan have played right and it's minnesota nebraska Rutgers, uh, michigan state and penn state okay that's a decent smattering right well they lose 12 to 10 to minnesota we wax minnesota by f- what 50 to 7 or something like that or 50 to t- 52 to 10 we we wax nebraska 52 to 7 or something like that um we wax Michigan State forty nine nothing. They needed a crazy comeback from behind win to beat Michigan State twenty six to ten. And then in the one true test, I think that you can kind of, you know, obviously transitive properties do not, doesn't um, isn't really worth the damn, but it kind of gives you an idea, right? They played Penn State. They got waxed 31 to nothing, and I believe that was at Penn State. They got waxed 31 to nothing. And we all saw what we did at Penn State. Hard, hard fought game, but we we shut them down and we won. So so I think it's a like it's a good test, but it's not like the test that everybody's trying to make it sound like it is. They're defensively their fifth because they played a bunch of nobodies. And when they really had a chance to play somebody like Penn State, Penn State waxed their ass. I mean, and we all saw Penn State's offense. It's it's not a world beater by any stretch of the imagination, and they put thirty one on them. So, and that's with the healthy Cooper DeJean. Now, Cooper DeGene isn't he's out for the season, but that still, we need to take them seriously enough on defense, which is great because it makes our offense actually have to play. It actually makes our offense have to do things that they probably would have taken the day off on if we didn't have a good opponent. And I like that being something that challenges, at least gives us a a first-half challenge um, right before our long break, right? Right? Defense is kind of like a; it's just like a gift of the football gods. It's like here, take the 133rd ranked def—I mean, 133rd ranked offense in the in the nation—and just beat them up, right? Just have your way with them. Because, <laughs> just to give you an idea, you know who their number one receiving threat is, or has the most receiving yards by a wide receiver, running back, or a wide, or tight end on the team. Eric All. <laughs> Eric All has 299 yards receiving and three touchdowns with 21 receptions, right? He hasn't played since week seven. This is going to be week 13. And still, nobody surpassed him in five weeks. I mean, my paisan, uh Reganey has got uh, 26 receptions for 227, but no touchdowns. And that's the second leading wide receiver in yards. 227, their quarterback has a passer completion percentage of 48, I believe. 48%. He's 97 of 201, I, b- I think that's what it is. 97 completions out of 201 rece- or attempts. I mean, he's got five touchdowns to six interceptions and he's been sacked 14 times. I mean, how come every how come every uh, Iowa quarterback that's even semi diff, uh, semi okay look the same? Like they they are just a big dude who looks like he should be a mechanic, but that just happens to be able to throw the ball okay. How do they get mechanic school guys to leave the refrigeration business to come play for Iowa for a few years? You know what I mean? uh it's just ridiculous I wish they would have had Caden McNamara still healthy and Eric Hall because I would love to see how our defense just decimates um McNamara and I used to be a McNamara fan and then he had to just run his mouth constantly it's just never a good look but oh well that's okay so we play them it's going to be interesting I um their approach to offense is certainly lame. I mean, they use their best really offensive weapon is their punter, who is Tory Taylor, I believe his name is. He has 79 punts on the season, right? And he averages 47 yards per punt, which is kind of impressive. But Michigan, if let's say everything goes wrong, right? Or we just decide to sit everybody and we throw in third stringers, okay? we could still play Iowa's version of football and beat them at it because we have Tommy the Showman, Doman, who's been just lights out against some of the biggest competition all season. I mean, especially in the last stretch of the season. But to give you an idea, Tory Taylor or Torrey Thomas, whatever this cat's name is, he's punted the ball 79 times this season alone. Doman's punted 36 times. <laughs> and Doman has an average of 43 yards per punt. So even if they wanted to play Iowa ball, we could beat them at their own way of doing it, which is we'll put all our third stringers in on offense, we'll keep all our first stringers in on defense, and we'll punt the hell out of the ball, and we'll keep you down in, down in your, your own red zone, we'll shut you down, we'll cause you to punt, and then we'll just keep doing it until one of us kicks a field goal, and our field goal kicker is fantastic. In huge pressure situations, this guy does nothing but make field goals. I mean, granted, I was not a big fan of his at the beginning of the season, but man, he has really won me over. Uh, and I mean, to, to really think about it, I think our special teams is either on par or better than what we had last season, which is shocking in it to for me to even say, but it's, I think it's true. Um, so we can even play Iowa's version of football if we wanted to. We have the number one or number two defense in the nation. They have the number five. We're going to expose them for that, right? They, they do have good talent. I don't want to make fun of their talent. They do have good talent. I think if they were in the East, their defense would probably be top 15. You know, They're just not the number five defense in the nation, in my opinion, and we're going to expose that. Their, their linebacker, Higgins, I mean, the kid can play. He's got 60 solo tackles and 141 total tackles with one sack, I believe. They've got uh, 22 sacks and 10 interceptions on the year. And I don't think any of them, I I can be wrong. I'm probably wrong on this, but I did not check and I should have. I don't think any of them have been returned for touchdowns this year. I don't think so. I could be wrong, though, because they have a very opportunistic defense. I'll always give them that. I may not think they are the number five ranked te- number five ranked defense in the nation, but they are definitely a top fifteen team in the nation defensively, and they are very opportunistic. So I'll give them that. So that means JJ's got to be on the ball. Um, I think we'll be able to run the ball. Hopefully, uh, Edwards has some type of game. You know, so the keys of this game, I really think, just be awake, take Iowa seriously right? Play them as if you were to play Ohio State and we should cruise. Offensively, J.J., don't don't make any crazy mistakes. I don't want to see any three interception types stay because that's, like I said, the one thing I will give Iowa credit for. They are very opportunistic. So don't let them get the ball in our red zone by throwing us a foolish pass, that kind of thing. Don't shoot ourselves in the foot offensively and on defense, I don't know if there's anything we can do wrong. Even if we played poorly, I don't know if they have enough offensive weapons to beat us unless the our offense continually... Puts us at a disadvantage, meaning like we fumble in our own red zone, we throw interceptions that get returned for touchdowns, we throw interceptions in our own on our own side of the field, that kind of stuff, right? Or special teams, if we do something stupid on special teams, like allow a block punt, allow you know like a, a punt to hit one of our guys in the back of the head and the and and Iowa picks up the ball, you know, that kind of thing. Because the one thing that they do very well is special teams, and another thing they do pretty good is defense. So if we just avoid mistakes, we should cruise to a at least a 20-point win. At least a 20-point win, right? I'm I'm thinking that Michigan's wanting to prove a point at this, so I think they're going to go in there with every intention of crushing Iowa. Crushing them and getting our starters out by the fourth quarter. So I expect the same thing that we've seen all season long. And that would be, uh, I would say Michigan's probably going to win this one 50. Let's see. I'll say 50, 54 to 54 to seven. And that touchdown comes in garbage time. You know, 54 to seven. 54-7 to 7 is the score. I think players of the game, I don't know. I mean, whew. I'm going to say Edwards because I still want him to do something. I really like the kid. I really like. So I'm going to say Edwards. I'm going to say Kenneth Grant. And Mikey Samer still will get at least two interceptions. Mikey still will pick the ball off twice. You're gonna have Kenneth Grant doing Kenneth Grant things, and then you're gonna have Edwards finally breaking out and having 125 rushing yards and a touchdown. We win 54 to seven. We cruise and we move on to the probably the most exciting part of the whole Big Ten Big Ten title game is what old Tony Big Titties is gonna do. When he hand, or what actually, what Harbaugh is going to do when Big Teddy's hands off the trophy. I cannot wait to see what that what that's going to be like. And if Big Titties doesn't show up, he should be fired. He should be scorned. He should be made fun of. He should be booed anytime he shows up anywhere. I don't care if it's to a female hockey or like field hockey tournament. He needs to be booed out of the stadium. If this man can't show up and hand the trophy over to Michigan, if we win this game or when we win this game, I hate to always be so sure that we're going to do something. You know what I mean? but Michigan does do what they do and they take care of business. If he does not show up to hand over the trophy to Jim Harbaugh, this guy's a fraud. This guy's a pussy. He doesn't deserve to be the commissioner of the big 10. I mean, he's already doing it so poorly. It's, it's embarrassing, but anyways, that's my, that's my whole spiel. I think that's how it's going to go down. Uh, You know, let me know what you guys think and guys, thank you so much. I mean, really thank you so much for, For all the, uh, for just following me and continuing to listen and hopefully just tell your friends about me. Tell your friends about my memes. Share my memes, please. Please, God, share every meme that you think is funny. Please. I love it. Get all the engagement going. I want more. I want more of everything because you guys have really, really helped me through uh, what was a, a tough year. Um, and I appreciate it. And the numbers are, blow I mean, blowing up. It's crazy. It's blowing up, and I, I owe it all to you guys. So thank you so much, and it is great. It is great to be a Michigan Wolverine. And always and forever, guys, Go Blue.